Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. This is episode 91, and today we're going to be talking about organic foods, the long-term controversy that I feel like has been going on for, gosh, forever. And I'm going to give you my opinion today. Um, I have been asked this question so many times in my business about you know, buying organic and things like that. And while I definitely do buy organic sometimes, I don't always, um, I don't make that as my number one focus. And I have a few reasons why. So let me start by talking about some basics. And I'm going to preface this by saying, I truly, truly think that buying organic produce is a very personal decision because there are so many factors involved here. It's not a simple black or white, yes, this is better, no, this is not. Um, let me get down to some basics though, but what organic actually means. And I think that a lot of people have some misconceptions about it. So back in, gosh, how long ago was that now? Um, it was many years ago, maybe in 2018, I think it was, I was invited to visit the Earthbound Farm Organic Farm um, as part of an influencer trip where they taught us, they took us through their farms. They showed us like the process that they use. They taught us about organic farming and they gave us a lot of information that I did not know about. Um, organic, basically, a lot of people think it's really just a fancy term to charge more for a product. And yes, organic is more expensive. And we'll get back to that in just a second. Um, but there are some differences in organic farming than conventional farming. So the first thing to remember is that when a farm decides to start being a farm and sell their food, if the soil that their farm is on had ever been a conventional farm, in order to become a certified organic farm, they, it takes a process of about three years. And the reason is that the turning of the soil, because conventional farms, obviously, you know, most people know use certain pesticides and those get into the soil. And so in order to sell produce, they need to grow things for three years in a row before those that produce can be certified organic. So that's a really important thing to, to keep in your mind. Um, everything on an organic farm, you need to have, like they get audits all the time. So things need to be certified. You can't just call yourself an organic farm and get certified organic and then they go away. They come back and they look at, the seeds that you buy, um, all the different things that you use in your farm. I mean, there's a lot of compliance that goes on. It's not just a label and a walk away. Um, also, when it comes to organic farms, um, I know a lot of, you know, I've heard you know things said around is that, oh, well, they still get conventional pesticides on them because if there's a conventional farm near them, the wind can blow the pesticides. So this is really true, but the, it, it, the interesting thing that I learned is that conventional farms actually have to follow a lot of guidelines when it comes to spraying day. So one thing I was told is that any farm that's surrounding, you know, a conventional farm, the farmers are actually, you know, pretty good and they tell each other when 
um, it's like spray time. They can only spray like they spray certain days and they tell each other. And part of that is they have to look at the winds because if a conventional farm actually gets their pesticides onto an organic farm, there's like a ton of fines that they get because if that happens, that organic farm now has to wait three years before it can be selling certified organic stuff again and because they're contaminated. And so um, that conventional farm is going to get fined. So they actually do take a lot of precautions when they spray, before they spray, as they spray. So that doesn't happen because if they get fined, that actually hurts that. So that's kind of um, a big deal. Um, another thing with organic farms is that in general, the organic farm, and this isn't like 100%, but in general, organic farms like to focus on the root of the plant, the growth underneath the soil before they focus on the product on top. Um, so they really take care in the seed, the seedling, like as it's growing to watch it for any issues so that they can catch those issues before they be, the, it affects like the end product. So um, when they have a problem, an organic farm, yes, has a list of, of substances they can use in order to deal with any problem. So when people say, oh, they use, they use pesticides too. Well, they definitely do, but they're approved due to the type of chemicals in those pesticides. They can't just use anything they want. And the other thing is before they can actually use a substance from that approved list, they actually need to show that they tried other things that are physical, biological, and mechanical. So they have to prove that they've tried those solutions before they're allowed to use a chemical substance on that approved list. So it's quite a process for them to get to that end point. And it has to be something really bad that didn't work, um, that it wasn't able to be fixed by those physical, biological, or mechanical solutions. Um, the other thing about organic farms is that it's not just about the produce itself being organic and, you know, having less chemicals and things like that. But organic farms um, have a symbiotic relationship with the earth. So it actually helps the soil become richer. Um, it's mutually beneficial. And so the soil, the plants give back to the soil and the soil gives, gives back to the plants in a very mutually beneficial way. So organic farms actually do help our earth and the soil with the way that they farm. Um, so it's not necessarily just about the food. That, so that's you know something really important to think about. Um, also that when like organic farmers, like they spend a lot of time on their farm, watching, um, making, paying attention, seeing if there's anything that's happening so that they can be proactive and catch the issue before it's, you know, a main issue. So they start like at a seed level. Sometimes they start their growth in greenhouses to make sure to watch it closely before they transplant them into the farm. Um, another thing is that like they use like as far as like um, they like to use like natural ways to help their farms. So, for example, they plant certain flowers around their crops, uh, things like sunflowers, marigolds, those all help other um, uh, like the produce by like, you know, helping certain bugs to ward them off and things like that. So that's a natural way to help um, reduce uh, any like contamination with bugs and things like that. Also, they look at you know, for celery, for example, that's one I really remember when I was on this farm is that celery is actually one of the 
products that is known to use the most pesticides because it's you know really challenging to grow. So that's why organic celery is kind of hard to find. It's also really expensive. Um, but for example, I remember learning that celery needs a lot of potassium to grow. That's not similar. That's not the same as other crops. So they, you know, if you if you use something that's potassium rich in the soil, it helps those you know, that celery grow better without having to use the pesticides uh, to get it to grow. So that's, you know, a few things to remember when it comes to organic farming is that there is actually a difference. This biggest thing that when it comes to organic farming, people talk about is cost, and it absolutely is more expensive. However, the reason it's more expensive is that organic farms spend more money to grow their, their produce more time, because they have to be really on it and watch and be proactive. And in order to become certified organic, it's actually really expensive. So while there could be brands or farms or whatever taking advantage of that in really hiking prices to make, you know, a lot more money, most farms in general, they obviously want to earn their money back and make a little bit because ultimately they are a business. So when it is, when you are buying organic produce, you're buying, you're paying more for a good reason as far as the farmer goes. The other big question I get a lot is, um, is it healthier to be organic? This is where things get a little bit tricky. When it comes to nutrients, the answer is no. You're getting the same nutrients from conventional produce than you are from organic. There's other factors involved there. Like if you think about how far your produce comes from, um, if it's coming from far, it's generally picked before ripeness. And so, yeah, you're not getting, at, I mean, it's not a significant difference, but you're not getting as many nutrients because when fruit produce is like fresh and ripe, it's at peak ripeness. Um, it tastes better and you're getting the most nutrients from it. Um, but it's not necessarily has to do with the actual organic farm practices versus the conventional practices. It more has to do with transportation, where it comes from, things like that. However, you are being exposed to more pesticides when you're buying conventional. The question is, does that matter? Are there any studies to show a direct relationship between sicknesses and pesticides? And while there are, when it comes to large amounts of pesticides, the amount of pesticides you're getting in your produce at this time is not being shown to be clinically significant. There's nothing that's like a direct correlation that a study can say 100% it's better. They imply it, but they can't necessarily say that because there's so many factors involved in these studies. Number one, if you're taking a group of people that are buying organic food and you're studying next to a gr group of people that are not buying organic food, a lot of the times it has to do more with accessibility. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with the actual produce they're eating because people that buy organic food tend to have things accessible to them that perhaps people not buying organic foods do. First of all, the organic food in general you know, there, there, there's accessibility issues. Also lifestyle. People that tend to buy organic foods tend to have a more all around healthier lifestyle, whether that's by choice or because of accessibility or whatever it is that starts to cloud some of this, um, the studies that, you know, that have been done. So you can't truly at this point, like find this direct correlation. Now, if you're allergic to a certain chemical, you're absolutely going to have a reaction and it can cause sickness. Um, but that's not necessarily everybody. So is it is it gonna make you unhealthy by eating conventional produce? At this point, the answer is no, because the most important thing is that you're eating 
produce. It's so important to eat your fruits and vegetables because you need those nutrients. And to say, if you can't afford it, don't eat it. You're actually doing a lot of harm. And these brands and businesses that are saying like, you absolutely need to buy, you know, organic produce. It's the end all be all is actually hurting because the point is to eat the fruit and vegetables. Now, if you want to eat organic and afford it, um, great, you know, go for it. Um, but if you can't, and it's not accessible, that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong by eating conventional because you're actually making the right choice by getting that fresh food into your body. Also, things to consider is buying canned and frozen food. If you want to buy organic and you're trying to save some money, um, canned and frozen food are actually great options because canned and frozen are actually picked at peak ripeness. So you're getting the same nutrients in there and you could be getting it at a cheaper cost, especially when you're buying in bulk because they last longer and you have are able to buy in bulk and have that food there ready um, to when you need it, when you need it. Um, so other things are like, you know, if you're buying conventional produce, if you wash your produce and remove some of the outer leaves, you're actually removing most of the pesticides that are on there. So that is one, you know, tip as far as if you are buying conventional produce to use. Um, also, thinking about how far away this food is coming from, um, one important thing is that just because a farm isn't certified organic um, does not mean it doesn't use organic practices. As I said, certified organic takes a lot of money and time and effort, and not every farm can afford that. So I like to tend to focus on local buying local because number one, buying local will actually help your community because you're putting that money back into your community because it helps your local farmers. And you're actually getting the produce that is at peak ripeness because when it's local, it's not being picked early. Um, it's not traveling far. And so you're getting that the most nutrients you can get and the best flavor. So conventional local produce is a great option for people. Um, especially with accessibility, because when it's local, it's more readily accessible. So there are, of course, benefits to eating organic. You know, there's benefits and downsides to pretty much anything. But the benefits of eating organic is if it's affordable and accessible, because obviously, number one is eat the produce, um, is yes, you are avoiding some of those pesticides that can be on conventional produce. Okay, yes, you can wash them off, you can take out those outer leaves to get a lot of them off, um, which helps. Also, if we're going to pick, think big picture, organic pro practices really do help give back to the earth. Like we talked about that it gives back to the soil. It makes the soil richer, which is great for the animals living off the soil, like nearby the farms. Um, so it really does help the environment. Also, when it comes to organic produce, um, there's not as many preservatives as conventional. Um, so unless we're talking about local farms. Um, so you really are, you know, not being exposed to those as well. And you also are getting fresher things because it's, you know, it's, you don't have those preservatives in there to keep them fresh for longer as they travel to you. Um, the other thing is, is that it, you know, it could be better for the um, environment because of that soil fertility. Um, could a lot of organic farms practice water conservation? Um, there's less erosion in the soil and then there's less pollution in the air. So those are some benefits of eating organic. With every benefit, there's also downsides. So there are definitely downsides to eat organic. Obviously, we've talked about the money. The cost is a huge downside, which makes it inaccessible for a lot of people in a lot of communities. Um, and so, you know, it is, you know, it can be really expensive. Um, the other thing is the accessibility in general. So there are communities that don't have access. There are parts of this country, parts of this world that just don't have access to that 
organic produce. So um, if you're getting this organic produce from like way far away, you're going to be spending even more money to cover those travel costs versus focusing on the locally grown um, conventional produce. Uh, you also, if we're talking about that locally grown uh, conventional produce, if you're in an area and you're choosing organic coming from far away, you may actually be missing out on incredible local produce. As I said, that does not mean if they're not certified organic that your local farmers are not using organic practices. So you may be actually missing out on contributing to your community, eating fresh, ripe, amazing tasting and nutrient rich stuff. So it's something to think about. And then we can also actually, while we did say that organic practices can be better for the environment, you know, there is that factor of organic foods, um, produce being traveling in trucks and in ships and whatever from far away to get to an area that actually is actually detrimental to the environment because you're producing, you know, emissions and all that kind of stuff into the air with that travel that it takes to get to a um, community. So overall, the bottom line for me and my advice is number one, eat your fruits and vegetables. If you're worried about conventional and that's what you have access to, wash your produce. Um, Maybe if you're looking to only buy something's organic, you know, focus on the produce that is known to have higher instances of, um, uh, of pesticides. There are some, you know, that have those higher instances that you can focus on. Um, strawberries, celery, apples, grapes, um, tomatoes, spinach, things like that. You can really just focus on a few and then the rest by conventional. But overall, conventional isn't necessarily a bad choice. I think that the focus on looking at where your food comes from, choosing local um, is really important for the community and um, for as far as taste and flavor and nutrients goes, is a great choice when it comes to selecting the produce and the food you're going to eat. Well, if you can afford organic and you find a local store that has organic produce and bonus, if it's local and organic and you can afford it, go for it but there is nothing wrong. You should never be ashamed. You should never not choose choose to eat fresh fruits and veggies just because you cannot find organic or can afford it. Um, so that's that. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope that helps some of you. Um, there's going to be disagreements to this. Um, some people may not agree. I truly just feel like I'm kind of in the middle with this and this is just the information that I'm sharing and my personal opinion, but everyone has to make that opinion for themselves. If you absolutely love this podcast, I would so appreciate a rate and review on that Purple Podcast app. It helps get my podcast out there and helps me get amazing guests on to share awesome information with you guys. And if you're looking for a guide on seasonal produce, make sure you download it, the free guide that I have in the um, write-up. I appreciate you all. And thank you so much for being here listening today. <laughs>